And well, and the, you know, the week's not over yet. I still might learn one new thing. <laughs> you are listening to Did You Hear? 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 Johnson County Library Podcast. With hosts Dave Carson and Charles Howard. We are coming to you from the Central Resource Library in Overland Park, Kansas. This is your Library Insider. Welcome back to the Did You Hear podcast. Your library insider. It's so good to uh, hear you all again. (laughs) That's not the way this works. No, they hear us, Dave. (laughs) We're happy that you're hearing us. Yeah. That's how it works. It's good to be back on mic. Yes, and it's 2022 and uh, several changes. We are back in the Central Resource Library. Yeah, recording in person in the Blue Stem meeting room here. Absolutely. And some some other changes. This year, you can expect much shorter episodes, so spread the word. Yeah. Yeah, if you enjoyed our content from last year, especially that seven-part series. And who wouldn't? Yeah, it, it was all great information. We're just going to try and give you that same quality of information in a smaller package this year. Yeah, 30 seconds. In fact, the podcast episode is now over. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Not true. Hold on. Hold on. This episode is called Silver and Gold. And it's it's kind of based on um, this song I heard from my childhood. And it goes like this. Make new friends, but keep the old one is silver and the other's gold. Good job. Oh, thank you very much. And I think the idea behind that song is great, right? You should always try to make new friends. And uh, while they're shiny and great, um, it's those old friends that uh, you need to acknowledge are are just as wonderful. Very Um, true. Yeah. And we like to think that all of our colleagues here at the Johnson County Library are our friends. And what, what would not be better than talking to a brand new employee and a veteran employee that is on the verge of retirement. That's right. So this month we spoke with Carla Beals. My name is Carla Beals. At the Lenexa City Center. She's a youth information specialist. And we also spoke with Dennis Ross. Uh, I'm Dennis Ross. Here at the Central Resource Library. He's one of the assistant managers. So we have a few questions here for you today, Mm -hmm. um, just to kind of get a sense of who you are. Uh, so the first one up is, what do you think of when you hear the word library? Actually, it's really more of a feeling when I hear the word library. I hmm. just get excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the reason for that is because libraries hold so many possibilities, which is why I love them and why um, I really enjoy working at them. Because, I mean, there's just endless amounts of information and ideas and fun things to do. And so I just, I just think possibilities. For sure. All right. So (laughs) what do you think of when you hear the word library? Yeah. You know, I thought about that when I saw that question. And to me, it's, I think about a place that's welcoming and safe and interesting and stimulating and has a lot of people in it. So yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's a place, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, okay, that makes sense. Even when I'm out of town on vacation and I peek into another library, I just that's what oh, I expect you? to see is something interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know? are, are are there libraries that you've seen out there that have just wowed you? Well, no, because usually 
I made a point of not going into libraries when I was on vacation. Uh-huh. I would uh-huh. just look at them from the outside. But yeah. I broke down a few years ago and peeked into a couple other ones. And, yeah. and they were. They were welcoming and friendly and, well, you know, interesting. Just yeah. like I expected. Yeah. I bet, like the Denver uh, library looks great from the outside. Mm-hmm. And then inside, that was the first time I had ever seen a, a sorter, a book sorter. Oh, you yeah. Know? But yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I took my daughter to Washington D.C. once, and we saw the oh, yeah. uh, uh, Library of Congress. That's that would to be see. something, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, not the same as here. <laughs> On to the next one here. When people ask you about your new job, how do you describe your role at the library? That is a really good question because that's something I'm still kind of figuring out. Since this is a position that's new to me, um, mm-hmm. I did a position similar to this. Um, at a different branch here or a different system here in the metro area. So it's not totally new to me. I'm familiar with the software, um, which is really nice. (laughs) Um, It can be a big learning curve. Yes, it definitely can. Um, So that was a really great um, thing to already have in my background. Um, But basically what I tell people is I'm just here to help. Um, You have a question, I'll do my best to answer it. If I don't have the information, I'll do my best to find someone who does. Um, And I think of you know, um, information science and library science to me is, it's not just about the researching of like, what do people want? What Mm -hmm. are people looking for and how are people accessing it? But, but the service and the community aspect of it, because people come here for so much more than just books or movies or to do projects. People come here. I mean, we have this beautiful maker space now at Central. People are coming here to create their own things. People come here to work. Um, I mean, there are people come here for so many different reasons. I don't think a lot of people are necessarily aware of. So um, sorry, digressing a little bit. No, that's, but <laughs> that's all great. Um, yeah. but, it, but it is kind of all encompassing because when you work in a library, you have to be able to do a lot of different things mm-hmm. because there's just so many different things going on um, and there's so many different people. And it's just it's this expansive world that <laughs> it just seems to keep expanding the deeper you go into it. So so honestly, I kind of feel like I'm a student of the library at the same time sure. um, that I'm trying to guide other people through the world of it, if that. Yeah. Answers your question. Yeah. When someone asks you to describe your role at the library and how it's changed over your career, how do you mm-hmm. respond? Well, for, you know, for the first, most most all of it, 30-some years, it was frontline youth services. You know, I was in working in kids and teens and working with directly with the people who came into those departments. And, um, but the, for the last couple of years or so, it's, now it's been more supervisory. Uh, and then adult services and youth services both. So I'm not really frontline provider of service very often. I'm more uh, um, supervising people in those departments. So, um, but it's still like like it had before. It still has a lot of variety. Yeah. And a lot of and, the, and constant change. That's the one thing that's been constant over the my entire career here is constant change. Yeah. Just frequent, constant change. And, but, you know, when people used to ask me, even back then, what my, I thought my job was, I used to say, my job is to make, when people walk out of here, that they want to come back. Sure. And so I think no matter what role I'm in, that's still my main priority. What is one thing that you've learned since you started working here? Let's see. Um, well, I've definitely learned about some new technology. Microsoft Teams was um, totally unknown to me. Mm-hmm. So getting used to that. Um, also just brushing up some of my skills on some of the other software like MS Office that you don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm 
I'm an old millennial, <laughs> so like I grew up with that stuff, but I don't really use it like in my personal life. Uh-huh. But you got to use it for work, so I'm just getting refamiliarized with some of those things. Um, You're not constantly making Excel spreadsheets on your own. <laughs> I I am not, but you know my dad really likes doing that, so it uh, probably yeah. would be smart of me to get to know Excel a little bit better. But um, dad's love. <laughs> he's Excel. gonna listen to this and be like, she's making fun of me. Shout out to Which, my dad yeah. <laughs> with his Excel spreadsheet on on gas mileage oh. for his. <laughs> Yeah. All right. You and I have the same dad. (laughs) It's no, it's great, though, because that's the way he organizes information. And as you can see, that's I think some of where my library skills come from is that that idea of of organizing ideas and kind of making sense of them. So um, it's kind of hard to pinpoint like one thing that I've learned um, because it's just been so many things and it's so many little things and excuse me, in so many different situations too, because sometimes it's just, you know, a really quick interaction you had with a patron where you're like, okay, I shouldn't do that again. (laughs) Or, or, oh, I should do that again. Or, you know, maybe you think about something and you, I know this happens a lot. You probably experienced this a million times where someone asks you a question and as soon as they're gone, you realize, you know, the answer. Uh, (laughs) And so things like that, that you're just kind of trying to, trying to keep it all like in your sort of mental Rolodex, I guess. Yeah. So it's it's just like constantly learning. So it's it's hard to say like one yeah. particular thing. <laughs> well, uh, what is one thing that you've learned over your career? Um, gosh, <laughs> I've, I've learned more than one thing. I was trying to pick one that's worth commenting on. Um, sure, and the reason really, we ask that is you know we're, we're a learning organization well, and. I yeah. think yeah, that's one thing I've learned is that is that you can keep learning. It's just it never you really you don't get to a certain point where you think okay now I know my job. It's just because it, you don't, <laughs> you know. And, and if you think that you're wrong, you can you can keep learning no matter how long you've been here and how many different jobs you've had here and how many different teams you've worked on. Um, you can still keep learning. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you have one thing from just this past week mm-hmm. that you could point to as like, what's something you learned recently that's Let's still fresh see. in your mind? It's a lot of pressure. We did not prep no, you with any okay. of these questions. Um, I'm just trying to think because I haven't really, I'm working this weekend, so I haven't really oh, had okay. much time on desk yet this week. Um, let's see. Well, so, okay. So something that, um, I guess was more of a reminder than something that I learned, but the importance of communicating with your team members. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was actually over this weekend, we were a little bit short staffed. Um, actually we were really short staffed. <laughs> and so we only had one person on each floor. And so it was really imperative to communicate about who was where and making sure. And fortunately yeah. it wasn't like, I mean, it was a Saturday, so of course it was busy, but it wasn't like, Absolutely insane. I mean, we managed. Um, and one of the really great things, actually, this was something that that I'm learning more, um, is that people really do work together really well. And if you need help, you can just call in a teammate. So we had, um, there are only two of us info specs in the mm-hmm. building. Like I said, one of us on each floor. Um, so in the adult services and then upstairs in youth services. 
um, at the Lenexa branch and the clerks were just, you know, they stepped in and I, I learned really all you got to do is ask yeah. and someone will be there. And if they can't help you, they'll find someone who will. And it's, you know, kind of like how we interact with patrons too. For sure. It's that same kind of customer services internal as well. So I guess yeah. that was something that I learned this week is just, just ask for what you need and people are, are, uh, they seem more than willing to do their best to help. Very good. What is one thing that you've learned this very week? Oh, man. I, I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did. I just can't think of what it is. Um, I don't know. It's been a pretty busy week. You know, moving into this new building, are there uh, things that are, you're still learning? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we're learning about the building, mostly. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, we made all these plans, and they were really good plans, but... Um, Ever since we reopened the doors, it's just been constant, all day, every day, you know, adjusting. Sure. Adjusting yeah. the hardware and adjusting our processes and adjusting our brains. And it just, yeah. it's been really very busy. I think that's why I can't think of anything that I learned this week sure. is because I was too busy to pay attention. But I mean, that sounds like the <laughs> perfect answer because it ties so much into your last answer that it's mm-hmm. it's kind of par for the course. It's it's this adaptability and constantly oh, yeah. adjusting to change. Yeah. And so, here's, here's a brand new change for us. If there was, yeah, if there was something new I learned this week, I was too busy to notice it. That's it good, yeah. This is not our scripted question, no. but uh, <laughs> uh, I have to ask you, yeah. do, do you feel like this is almost a new job? Because we have a bright new shiny building mm-hmm. i mean renovated building right and they've, they've even changed the park out back oh right yeah that's going to be pretty when it's done yeah yeah no it doesn't feel like a new job huh. it's the same one it's just we have to learn how to do parts of it different ways very good yeah. mm-hmm. okay yeah. so so what is your favorite part of your job so far my favorite part of the library has always just been the materials. <laughs> um, but what I really like about um, being an information specialist and being on the desk and working mm-hmm. with the public is I like helping people. It makes me really happy when someone comes into the library and I can find what they're looking for, mm-hmm. especially if it's something that's maybe a little bit harder to find um, or something that's really popular and it's you know not on the shelf. Maybe we can figure out a way to get them a copy a little bit more quickly or you know I had a patron um, the other day who wanted something that we didn't have in our library system but another one in the metro area did and so I just gave her the information for how to get in touch with them so um, but it just makes me feel good like I hate when someone walks away and I know that they didn't get what they wanted or what they needed Mm -hmm. like I feel like I failed (laughs) Um, but that's something you just kind of have to you know that happens and hopefully that person will find what they need in some way you can only do so much Um, but, but that is that is my favorite part of my job is especially with the children. I get so excited when kids when you help a kid find a book or kind they of get so excited. They do. <laughs> and when they come up to show you what they chose mm-hmm. and they're excited about showing you what they chose. And like, I just can't help but get excited of like, oh, my gosh, this child. Oh, I just, but I'm just so excited for them because I remember when I was a kid being so excited to like jump into this new world mm-hmm. of this book that I'm going to read. And I'm just so excited for them to be able to go on that journey. And it just I think it's so important to you for children because um, the world is just such a 
weird place in so many ways. <laughs> um, and I definitely, you know, we all know how important literacy skills are mm-hmm. in, throughout life and learning those at an early age is is extremely important. Um, and so that's what makes me feel good is feeling like I'm, especially in youth services, yeah. feeling like I'm helping this person to have a better life in the future. I'm, I'm doing something that's going to help this person, you know, later on. Because if you have strong reading skills when you're younger, you're probably going to have a higher paying job. You're probably going to have more financial stability and all of those kinds of things things that everybody wants for the Set for the younger for generations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so what has been your favorite part of your job um, or jobs? Well, pretty much some of the same things we already talked about. My favorite part has been um, the people. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. that That's why the patrons like us so much. It's not the shiny new building. They like the staff. That's always that has always been true. When you and say the people, are you talking about the patrons the or patrons, the staff? Yeah. Or? Okay. Patrons always rate the library pretty highly in, uh-huh. in polls, and um, and I know that's why it's not the buildings, it's the staff, and it's always been that way. So I think that's been pretty much my favorite thing, that and the constant variety. And because I was in youth services for thirty six years, it was fun. Yeah. I and mean, the fun is a really important part of of a job for me. So. All those things are my favorite parts. Yeah, I, I hear that. What yes. would you say motivates you? Um, really the pursuit of knowledge, honestly, because not only am I at the library because I like to help people find things um, and I want to share things with other people that I'm excited about, but I want to learn too. And I want to read all these interesting things mm-hmm. and I want to have all those fun adventures that you can only have inside of a storybook. And, and I want to learn about all the places that, you know, I'm never going to have enough money to travel to all the places I want to go. Like, let's just be realistic, but I can read about them. I can, I can still, um, you know, learn about my history, um, through, you know, through the databases that we have here at the library and things like that. So it's, so it's a little bit selfish. It's not not just about the patrons. It's also about myself. I, I I like, I mean, even when I haven't been working at the library, I've always been a patron. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I was a kid, my mom brought us to the library if not daily, multiple times a week. So, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's always been a part of my life. And even when I don't go to the library, I'm finding things on online or on Netflix or wherever I can find them to read, to watch, whatever it may be. So That's it's really cool. just about all the, all the stuff, all the possibilities. I imagine you've had to change your motivation at times over the years. So, so uh, what has motivated you over the years and has that motivation changed? Well, I mean, part of it has stayed the same. The part about wanting to make it a place that people want to come back to, that hasn't changed. Um, so for the first, most of the early years, it was I was motivated by all the all things kids and teens. You know, really, really wanted to do as the best we could for them and how to, you know, how could we get our team to do that as well as possible. You know, so that was my main motivation for the early part. Um, just since I started being in a supervisory role, I, my motivation now is to support the staff, um, how to help manage the constant change, you know, and the stress that comes with constant change and um, help people, um, just help people. You know? Yeah, because so, you, you've been there, and so yeah. you can help get them through kind of difficult mm-hmm. experiences. And, yeah, and in these busy recent times, my main motivation has just been, you know, I'm motivated by the need to try to keep up. Yeah. I'm just, I'm kind of like, oh my God, <laughs> I got to try to keep up. I, I so, get all that. There's so yeah. much going on. Yeah. We're, we're a growing team and mm-hmm. I'm now the veteran person on my team. And <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, part of my role is to kind of help people uh, adjust and see how we yeah. do things. Right. But it's also kind of neat to see from new eyes too, like mm-hmm. folks that 
are like, hey, why do we do things this way? And should we maybe try this? I'm like, you know what? That has always been a problem, and yeah. we've never really thought of a solution. <laughs> right. And sure, that's a great idea. And now you've got new spaces and things are arranged differently. And you've got new, <laughs> I mean, that's a perfect time to ask those questions. Do you, do you feel like you're pretty open to to new ideas? And, uh, and oh yeah, I have to be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's no choice. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna, you know, you've got to listen to everybody's ideas, or else things just aren't going to go as well. Do you? Do you have something that's your favorite out of all the stuff that we have, like a book or an, an item that, that you would oh, point man. to in the collection? My favorite item in the whole collection. That would be really hard to narrow There's down. There's a lot. <laughs> we have such a huge collection. Um, I mean, I could tell you some of my favorite authors, um, somebody that I, I would recommend to absolutely anyone. I don't, it doesn't matter how old you are. I think Todd Parr, he does write picture mm-hmm. books for children. Um, but they are themes that every single person in the world has experienced or will experience at some point in their lives. So I absolutely love him. Um, I'm trying to think of my son likes a book by him. The it's mm-hmm. okay to make mistakes book, but he oh, calls it yes. the uh Oh book because oh. on every page somebody's <laughs> saying, uh Oh, yeah. they made a mistake. Yes, exactly. And I love his, um, the, the, the illustrations as well, where mm-hmm. everything is just, it's all just different colors and it's just, you know, again, it's about the possibility. Yeah. <laughs> these could be anybody. These could be your friends and family in these images. They could be total strangers. They could be anyone. They're just, Definitely. um, but he just has such a positive attitude and just so many, and you know, there's, there's a difference between like, I think between being like healthy, positive and just this sort of almost like toxic positivity of just like, let's pretend that bad things don't exist, which is not realistic. (laughs) Um, But I think Todd Parr does a really good job of kind of like, yeah, bad things are going to happen, but it's going to be okay. Um, So I think that's the one thing that I I wish everybody in the library would at least look at a Todd Parr book. (laughs) What is your favorite book or it could be an item in the collection? Yeah, I couldn't narrow that one down to just one either. i so I have to be more general. My favorites are still going to be the kids and young adult books. Yeah, they just they just are. That's the stuff I like the best. Yeah. What what is it about kids books that uh, you know? Is it is it the artwork or is it the storytelling or is it a combination of both? Well, it's both. I mean, it's just that they're so well. I try to find the ones that are really well done. Sure. <laughs> you know? But when I, when you find the ones that are really well done, they're just um, it's just a treasure you know sure. it's just uh they're some of the, the best authors in the world are working in kids and teens and they're the way they write and the stories they tell and a lot of times they have to do it using fewer words than adult writers do you know oh, yeah. which makes it even harder and so you really appreciate how well something is done that way yeah but, that, that's an interesting point the the, mm-hmm. the restraint you know oh. using fewer words and, and simpler oh, yeah. language yeah there are people like you know like kd camillo who writes jay J fiction mostly, and um, and she doesn't use even one extra word, and every one that she picks is in just exactly the right place, and huh. yeah, that's a real art. There, she's not the only one, but she's one of my favorites. So, what, what about uh, like a favorite illustrator? Do you have a favorite? Uh, oh, there's too many. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> too many of those. Um, yeah, way too many. I, I just would start talking and, and not stop. If I got <laughs> onto that, but and I also like the. Um, and this is something probably a lot of people don't see when they come in here. We have a lot of old maps. Huh. 
back in the adult reference, what's left of the adult reference area, uh-huh. especially the regional, local and regional yeah, reference. Yeah. There's some really cool, like old 1874 Johnson County Atlas store and things like that, that sometimes I just pull open the file drawer and just leaf through them just because I like maps. Yeah. So, and, and, and there's an art mm-hmm. to it, right? Because oh. a, a lot of uh, them, mm-hmm. um, the early ones are, are hand drawn right. and hand colored and mm-hmm. yeah. I'll do off all. You know, find something, a part of town, even my own neighborhood, and try to find out what it looked like on the map, you know, in 1888 or something like that. Just sure. for fun. So that's kind of a nerdy thing, but it's one of my favorite things. That's awesome. Working in the library, you have to relate to other humans. There's mm-hmm. human connections. What about that human connection of a library job appeals to you? Um, well, I... Um, so I've been in customer service for most of my working life, really, in, in different ways. Um, and so one thing I learned pretty early on is uh, you got to put yourself in the other person's shoes as much as you can. And you got to find a way, especially in the library, because you get just the whole gamut of people. Um, and especially in Johnson County, I think we don't necessarily realize like how many different socioeconomic levels there really are going on. Mm-hmm. Um But so what I try to do is just try to put myself in that person's shoes and try to meet them where they're at and try to figure out, you know, not necessarily because the way that I think and what's best for me isn't necessarily going to be what's best for someone else. Sure. So trying to put myself into their mindset and get information from them. So um, asking a lot of questions (laughs) Um, and just really making sure that they're getting what they need, because that's Mm -hmm. what makes me feel good. It's not about like, Hey, I really want you to read this book. Like, you know, I can push Todd Parr and everybody long all day long. (laughs) If you don't want to read it, don't check it out. And you can tell me, Hey, I don't want to read that. I don't want to check it out and we'll move on to something else. So Mm -hmm. what, what about just the human connection of a library job that, that appeals to you? I I, I know you've Mm kind of covered that, that, yeah, that kind of does go back to, that earlier question. I think I would, in fact, I would turn it around the other way. I would say what appeals to me most about the library job is the human connection. Yeah. Um, it really is. That's, and, and, you know, I'm leaving pretty soon, so that's <laughs> going to be, uh, that's going to be the part that I miss the most. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess we threw that question in there because I feel like it's a certain type of person that's drawn to a library position. Mm-hmm. And oh, yes. I, I I guess it would be that human connection. Yeah. I mean, I think there's lots of different kinds of people who work here mm-hmm. and enjoy it and do a good job, but they all have that one thing in common. Yeah. They really like helping other people. That's, you know, so you don't stick around very long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have one more question. Mm-hmm. Um, we just were trying to kind of figure out what level of enthusiasm you have about your job. So how would you describe at this moment your enthusiasm for your job at the library? I'm super excited to be in my job <laughs> at the library. Um, when I got the, I mean, when I saw the position was open, I was excited. Um, when I got the interview, I was even more excited. And when I got the call, I, not kidding you, I was dancing around my apartment. <laughs> I was thrilled. Um, this is a position that I've wanted for a long time. And when I was a page back in 2010, I had hoped to work my way up. Mm-hmm. Life took me in a little different direction for a little while, as it tends to do. But but I found my way here. Um, and so right now, this is what I want to be doing. Um, and I view this as... Um, 
you know, I mean, this is a part of my library career. This is mm-hmm. a step towards where I want to go. I plan to earn a master's degree. Um, I definitely want to study archiving because I'm very interested in rare objects, which is another thing I love about the library when you find some random mm-hmm. cool thing or, or self-published things that, you know, um, maybe aren't aren't widely available. So, um, so I definitely view this as a learning opportunity, like I was saying before, and that's really exciting to me because now I'm getting the opportunity to do some leadership things yeah. and get more into sort of the, what we call the backside of the library instead of just working with patrons and sure. the materials. And so I'm really excited about um, getting more into the nitty gritty and, and learning a lot more. And that will help me to be a better librarian as I continue on my library journey throughout my life. Final question for you today is describe your level of enthusiasm about your, your job and how you feel about your job at this moment. Um, well, I I think my energy level is really pretty high. Good. But again, I'm just motivated by like, oh my God, I got to keep up. <laughs> you know, there's just a lot to do. Sure. Um, and I'm and I'm motivated. I don't. I wondered if I was motivated more because because I have this urgency to try to get some stuff done before I quit. But I don't really think that's it. I think it's just I just like it. I still like coming to work. I still like the job I have, and I really just want to do it. I want to come in here each day and do it. Yeah. So I'd say my, I don't know about it if you'd call it enthusiasm, but my energy level is pretty high for it right now. Hey, we're back. Thank you so much for listening today. And we hope you enjoyed listening to these as much as we enjoy putting them together. And you know what? It really is true that you make new friends, you keep the old one is silver, the other's gold. And I hate to say it, this is the end of this episode. And it has gone from being that silver shiny brand new episode to being the gold episode and next month's episode will be the silver episode so next month's episode is going to be mesmerizing memes and more how the library gets social mesmerizing memes and more that is fun to say it is sounds like a magician but i bet it's even more fun to listen to it it will be so tune in next month for that one Absolutely. And you can find it uh, where? Probably anywhere there's a web app or a web catcher. Yeah. Find it in your podcatcher of choice, your your podcast app. Um, a lot of people will just simply go to jocolibrary.org slash did you hear. But wherever you like to listen to it, uh, we'll see you next time. This is your library insider. Did you hear? 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 Did you hear?